Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It's your boy K Troll on the mic. Today we are recapping Wildcard Weekend. It was wild. Wildcard. 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 And I am joined today, as you can tell by the Boston Bruins jersey, by the Happy Gilmore to my Chubs. You have no idea who I am, dude. No, I don't. Back in 1965, Sports Illustrated said I was going to be the next Arnold Palmer. Yeah, what happened? They wouldn't let me play on the Pro Tour anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Because you're black? Hell no. Damn alligator bit my hand off. Oh my god! Yeah. Ethan Gale fan, what is happening? Uh, nothing much, man. Just glad that you're recovering from your gator bite. But yeah, I just feel like I've had, you know, I've been wearing obviously Patriots jerseys. Uh, I even wore my Paul Pierce jersey. Even a Red Sox jersey at one point. Bruins are tops in the league. Haven't given them any love. So I felt like it was due. And yes, this is actually a jersey from my I think either eighth grade or, or freshman year days. So it, was, it still fits kind of. Wow. That is a mega throwback. <laughs> it's got the gold. Where's the bear? Yeah, I like the bear. Nice. Is that a particular player? Is that just like a team no, jersey? Just a blank jersey. Just love the team. It's all about the, it's not about the names on the back, Kemper. It's about the name on the front. The name on the front. <laughs> Who was the hot uh, Bruins player when you were growing up? Who were my Bruins? Uh, I mean, we have Ray Bork, Adam Oates. Ray Bork. Cam Neely was a little before my time, but I definitely loved Adam Oates. And Ray Bork then left, but that was good so he could get a championship because the Bruins weren't good. Like, they were always mediocre when I was growing up. Uh, And then the best part was it was, like, around 2007 when, like, the Patriots were undefeated, the Celtics were winning the championship, the Red Sox were winning the World Series. There was a song that came out. Well, not even, like, a really song, but it it was a YouTube thing that just said, thank goodness for the Bruins. Because like otherwise, it's all Boston teams were just dominating every sport. Thank goodness for the Bruins. Uh, but then, four years later, they won a Stanley Cup. So it was great. There you go. Uh, Adam Oates is a throwback because he came to St. Louis as well. Did so he? he was on the Blues for a while because okay. I remember my brother having a vinyl, like Trapper Keeper binder or something. Yes. That had Brett Hall and Adam Oates, and it was Hull and Oates, and it was like. That was the Classic. that was their marketing at the time was Hull and Oates, which is probably not that far off from when Hull and Oates was popular. So that's there true. you go. Wow. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I loved Adam Oates. He's a great assist guy, great captain. Of course, Ray Borg, the great yeah. defender. I uh, went to yeah. the Avs in like year 2000 and he won a championship. Now that Avs, the Avs teams were nasty. Yeah. I when mean, they came into the league and just took like everybody. Patrick Waugh. They had Claude Lemieux. Who are these scores? What do you say? Joe Sockage and they had Forsberg and Sockage. Forsberg. And, that was like Peter Forsberg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um there was a guy I used to play. Did you ever play Wayne Gretzky's hockey on any of the systems? I mean, I would just play like NHL 95 or 97 or whatever. Yeah, whatever. I have one of those. I don't remember which one it was, but there was a um there was if you were one of the players on the Red Wings, and his name will come to me here in a minute. Brandon but Shannon. He had like 99 speed. Um, Sergey Fedorov. That's who Fedorov. Sergey Fedorov had 99 speed. And so there was one move that you could do in that game where if you would just go past the goal on either side oh, and yeah. then sweep back around. Oh, they all wrap hope, around. It yeah. worked. It wasn't a wrap around like you didn't come from the other side. You went straight up, straight down, oh. across, done. It wasn't like wrapping around the goal. It was like See. back down the same side. It was unstoppable. And Sergey Fedorov was so fast. He was. No one could catch him. Well, similar to that in NHL 97, I would be the Vancouver Canucks because Pavel Bure, same kind of thing. 
I would just yeah. my same move. I just like speed up, go around the hoop. I mean, around the hoop, around the net, wrap around goal, game like every time. Yep. Uh, but yeah. then it, there would be there would be points because I loved in those old school hockey games. Well, I'm sure they still do uh, keep these stats, but it would show like hits and like checks and stuff like that. So there'd be times like I'm just gonna check everybody. You know, I mean, I can't remember. You've seen Swingers, obviously, right? No, I never saw Swingers. You never saw Swingers. Ah, I know. Well, there's you a had great... a poster. Oh my god, because there's a great scene where like they're pre-gaming, and again, this is early '90s, which is the best. So they're pre-gaming before going out in L.A. And they're playing like NHL 95 <laughs> and you know, it's Sega Genesis or super Nintendo, Nintendo, whatever the hell. So that's graphics that you and I grew up with and they're playing and uh, it's like a playoff game. And <laughs> Vince Vaughn is talking to his buddy. He's like, I'm going to make Gretzky's head bleed. I'm going to make his head bleed. And like his only goal is to just check. And he's like, dude, it's the effing playoffs. Like you can't, don't, don't mess around with that shit. And so like food came to the door. And so he hits pause. Like don't unpause it. So, of course, he goes to get the food. Vince Vaughn unpauses, like, watch, watch, watch. And then he checks Gretzky. He's down on the floor, writhing in pain. And see the <laughs> digitized blood coming out. And, of course, they fight because it's the playoffs. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's great. I remember that, man. I remember being able to hit people and then being, like, writhing on the ground in the, uh, on the course, ice. It's like 16-bit pixelations. Like... <laughs> yeah, it's like a little square. It's a square with a little nub on each end for, like, your feet and your head. Yeah. Um. There was that. So that was NHL. I did play mostly NHL growing up. Then I got into Wayne Gretzky's hockey, more like middle school time frame. Fair. And that was that was a lot better from a um, being able to hit people and what you could do and all that. There's another one. I don't. I don't know if it's like a. It's almost like NFL Blitz. Maybe it's NHL Blitz. I don't know if that's a game or not. But I think it came some. out with another hockey game that I played one time. Um. When my buddy got married, we were hanging out before the wedding in like the groom's room or whatever. And yeah. he had this thing on like a projector screen. I was playing. I was like, this is so fun because all you do is just ram. Just, I mean, you're just like crushing people the so, whole time. So this is a little, name of that. a little off the rails, but a similar hockey video game at the time. Again, on Sega Genesis, whatever. Did you ever play Mutant League hockey or Mutant oh, League? Oh, I loved Mutant League. Right. Yes. So football, there'd be like. I played football a lot. I played hockey too. Yeah. Bones so Jackson. Bones Jackson, yep. And so there'd be like bombs on the ice. You'd roll over, your guy would explode. Like, dang it! <laughs> or you get like a weapon, and you can cut people's arm. Like, jeez, uh, I love that game. It was so fun. <laughs> All the mutant, but also so great. infuriating because like, oh, here comes the grenade puck, and like you hit into the goalie. Your goalie, you don't have a goalie the rest of the game. Like, no, <laughs> damn, it explodes, and you just don't have a goalie. <laughs> <laughs> damn it, that's so true. That game was was wild, man. There was a, on the football one. Well, some of the some of the guys were like, um, they were they had like motorcycle wheels or something, and they would be like faster than everybody else, and they would and they have like spikes on them and stuff. Yeah. But there'd be like there'd be some fields that were in outer space and have like just holes in them. Yeah, and <laughs> and if you ran off. into the hole, you just <laughs> fell and you were just gone. You're gone, and you're playing the man down the rest of the time. Ah. What a I wild game! There was literally a part where if you killed enough of the, your opposing team they would have to forfeit because i can't play anymore yep. <laughs> that was part of the strategy you could just try and take them out yeah um that was actually you know the precursor to that did you ever play base wars it was a baseball game i don't think I okay did. base wars was fun because it was robots and you would have there were like three different guys there's like a a full cyborg looking guy who was like legs and arms and everything there's a dude who's like a scooter, basically. He's like one wheel. Just, like he was like, but he was really fast. But you know, he was like, um, he's always kind of rolling back and forth. And there was like a tank kind of guy, I think. 
Um, who had like a tank bottom and he had arms. But anyway, <laughs> course, you would yeah. get on base and and like you could you could fight the guy on base. <laughs> like you could fight him to steal the next base or whatever. That's how you <laughs> that's how you would get another base. And um most of the time you'd have like a bat, you know, like a baseball bat, and you're just like yeah. you beat him or you punch him or whatever. But some of the guys would get like a handgun and he would just be like <laughs> and you would just like take people out. I forget if it's like an upgrade where you could like buy that. You can you know, buy that one game or whatever. But like sometimes you could get a gun and you just like game over right there. Um, but it was that was before Mutant League. I mean, that was like the precursor Mutant League. That's intense. Base Wars. Intense. Check that out. It's probably on some <laughs> emulator somewhere. I'm gonna upgrade for a handgun. Yeah, the handgun was. But you only had like three bullets a game or something. But oh, like, there it is. There's the strategy. You could steal, you could steal a base. Just be like, bam, got him. <laughs> bam. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Check it out. You might be able to play it on your Nintendo Switch if you've got the uh whatever that free free download 200 NES games or whatever thing they oh, have. God. It might well, be on there. I told yeah. you before, like I still have like all my old game systems. And so we did a video game progression one summer and uh started with the the old school Nintendo, went to the Genesis, Nintendo 64, didn't get up to the Xbox, and then we got the Switch. So went through the whole progression. I couldn't even plug one of those in right now because none of my TVs have got the. I had to buy a special adapter. <laughs> I looked on yeah. like eBay or online, I'm like adapter for N64 to <laughs> new yeah. TVs. Yep. Worked. No coax, coax cables for no, the uh, GameCube. No <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was something. I had to really jerry yeah. it, but it worked. Good times. Good times. Um, well, there were some NFL games this weekend. Some important we played ones. in space with landmines on the on the field. Yep. Bones Jackson was crushing yet again. Uh, I think he plays for the 49ers because they were dominating. <laughs> yeah, although San Francisco it was it was close in the beginning, man. Uh, uh, until I'd say the second part of the second quarter. I mean, the Seahawks were looking <laughs> good. DK Met- don't say like oh like what is that a five minute span? But until like right before halftime, it was a pretty decently close game the seahawks were winning at one point brock it was so funny because the, the announcers were told, talking about brock Brady's like he's clearly getting rattled this is the first time on the stage he's not playing that great and then he goes off for four touchdowns second half they just take control but uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the um the seahawks were winning by a point at one point <laughs> at two See? points they were down 10-0 first quarter yep. fyi then they scored. They came back. And then San Francisco got a field goal. Then they scored again. So they went up by 14-13. So, yeah, they went to halftime. They were up 17-16. See? Boom. So nice. You thought this was might be, might be close, and then it just wasn't. Uh, San Francisco really pulled away. San Francisco's just got a lot of firepower. The defense is freaking good. Oh, and, that's right. Because um, I texted you at halftime because I texted you about squib kicks. Because the Niners did a squib kick. To that's Seahawks, right. Which I hate. and are so stupid. They get it to like the 40, and then Gino runs, slides, and then the 49er guy just decides to smack. Like, well, what are you? And then puts him in field goal range. So, yeah, that's right. That almost cost him because they had just gotten a field goal with like 18 seconds yeah. left, and they were going to get the ball back at the second half. And so you're like, oh, that's a perfect, you know, Patriots, Brady, score before the half, get it back, double dip yep. kind of thing. And they just went and boneheaded, you know, stupid plays. But the defense showed up in the second half, took care of business. They're going to be a tough out, man. They're going to be a tough out. They are, uh, but we'll get to that later. The Chargers and the Jags game. This one is one for the history books, man. This was awesome. Yeah. Jags I, go down 27 to nothing. Trevor Lawrence throws three picks in the first quarter, four picks in the first half. <laughs> and you're just like, 
Speaking of rattled, I didn't watch the first half at all. I was out. I, I was, and do, I I was in and out. I was in and out of the first half. And so I watched the very beginning. His second, the second play of the game for the Jags was a pick. I'm like, oh, now granted it was like tipped twice and then the guy got it, but still. And, uh, you know, then the charges come right down. They score with Austin Eckler. First of all, it's like NFL fantasy challenges. Uh, <laughs> And I mean, the Chargers were just completely dominant, and Trevor Lawrence looked terrible. The I mean, the entire Jaguars team looked terrible. But then, you know, they score right before the half, and they make it twenty-seven to seven. It's like okay, like now in no mind did I think they're going to win this game. I'm like, okay, they can at least make it respectable. Uh, unfortunately, like the Chargers get the ball to start the game, this start the second half. But then it just kind of had that that Patriots Falcons feel to it where. The Jaguars were just staying in it, man. Like they were, the defense was holding and, you know, they were just doing long drives and getting able to score. And then they score another time. Like, dude, if there's any team that this can happen to, it's the Chargers. Like they are prone for collapses. They are prone to butts getting super tight and play calling and stuff like that. It's Brandon Staley. Like, man, it was just wild to watch. Wild. Yeah. So ultimately, I remember, um, the Jags went down and it was going to be like, I think 27 to 30. They'd scored. It was 26, 30 and they were going to do the extra point, but then there was like a penalty on the chargers. So they get half the distance. So now you're at the one and the smart move here is to go for two at that point. Now, mathematically it didn't make a lot of sense because you wanted to be within a field goal, but they went for two and they got it. And so now they're only down two points. So a field goal can win, which, which ends up being genius. You know, it's one of those plays. It's like, what were you thinking? Or, that was genius, you know. I think because they got the penalty and they got half the distance, you're now you're trying from well, the one-yard line. That was the genius. Joey Bosa play. That was the Joey Bosa freak out, and that's why they got the penalty to, to get to the half-yard or one-yard line. Right. That's right. That's right. And so um, I think Trevor went over the top for this one. Yeah, was um, the, the stretch. That was the, the, re- the, re- the anti- anti-Tyler Hunley. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. We'll get to that in a little bit. That was wild. I watched that one live. Um, but, yeah, that was Trevor going over the top. Um, so Jaguars come back, they end up getting a game winning field goal at the end. I'm stoked because I'm like kind of weirdly rooting for them. Like I really want them to do well. I love the story. Division uh, pride, man. Peterson is a ridiculous coach. I yeah. Mean, he's talk just... about, he pulled some Dan Campbell type stuff when, what was it? The fourth and two on that final drive. And you think, or is a fourth and one, I think. And you just, they line three people in the backfield. You figure it's just going to be Lawrence sneaking and they're just going to shove the line. No. Dude pulls a freaking wide sweep with the, the left side running back going to the right. And like, oh my God. And he got like that 20 yards. That was a great yards. play. That was ATN. He got like he got like 20 yards. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great play. I mean, he's Peterson's a hell of a coach, man. He's gotten crappy teams to the to the pinnacle in the past. So um I you cannot doubt this team, man. No. I know you're gonna sit here and be like, and I would say the same thing like before this game, even I was just saying, Chiefs are going to stomp whoever comes out of this game anyway. I still mostly feel that way, except there's that one component, that wild card component of like they're playing with house money, man. They're playing, they're playing with house money. They got nothing to lose, right? And so there's there's at least a chance. I'm not I'm not going to be hot taking here and be like the Jags are going to win, but I'm like I'm listen. I I don't know. You wouldn't be surprised if they could shock. Them. I wouldn't be stunned if they won. I would not be stunned. What you're saying is there's a chance. What was all that one in a million? Wrong movie, but, you know, still cool. True. It's still, <laughs> still fine. It's fine. Yeah. 
All right, the Bills Dolphins. <clears throat> I did watch a decent amount of this game. Um, wasn't the prettiest game. I mean, it was back yeah. and forth quite a bit. The Dolphins are really hanging in there, man. Uh, I mean, that's another well-coached team. You got Skylar Thompson out there yeah. hanging in with the Bills, who they had no business hanging in that game, but yeah. um, they did. They made it. They made it a bit of a scare toward the end. I got to think the Bills and the Bengals both were just looking forward to next week. I think they probably took their opponent seriously because these are also division rivals, and you know, division rivalry games. They have a different feel to them. So it's true. Teams I mean, can, they, they can stay close. There's a lot of pride in the line there. For sure. And I'm not going to lie. I didn't, I watched very little of this game and I was just, you know, keeping track of it on my phone, just checking updates. You know, the Bills go up 17 nothing. And I'm like, okay, this game is done. This is gross. And then I was kind of bummed because Josh Allen wasn't playing that great. I was like, they're just going to steamroll. And so he's going to be done. And I'm like, damn it. Uh, but yeah, then they just, they clawed their way back, you know, on a couple Bills miscues and stuff like that, which helped them a little bit. So, yeah, it was kind of weird, you know, and this is what we've been nervous about with the Bills for basically the second half of the season, that they're letting these teams kind of hang in there. Now, granted, they're winning these games, but they're letting them hang around. They're not necessarily putting their gas to the pedal. That doesn't make sense. Putting the pedal to the floor or like, you know, not letting up. And it's yeah. kind of weird. It's just they're seeming very vulnerable. And I mean, I know the loss of Von Miller halfway through the year hurt a lot for their defense, but even offensively, it's just... I don't know. It seemed a little out of sync. It was nice to see Gabe Davis kind of sh- finally show up. Uh, I guess he's yeah. playoff man. That's that's his deal. Um, but yeah, it's this Bills Bengals game is going to be interesting because I mean, why we just jump into the Bengals? Same kind of deal as you said. They're probably looking ahead. It's there's no Lamar Jackson, it's Tyler Huntley. So like this is going to be a cakewalk. But that was a battle too, and it literally took that 98 yard fumble return for the win. Uh, I mean, because yep. they weren't looking great. They were looking okay. And but the yep. Ravens were driving on them, and they got fortunate, man. Yeah, that was that was wild. Um, Ravens are going down. It's not like the it's not like the Bengals were just going to lose if the the Ravens had scored here. No. But there, I mean, there was no momentum either way. It was kind of no, like a just all. a grinded out AFC North kind of a game. Tyler Huntley tries to go over the top, doesn't get to the goal line. Bengals swap See, the ball was, out of his hand, and that's the difference because Lawrence did it with on the one. Hunley yeah. tried to do it from like the third or the three of the four, and that's too yeah. far. <laughs> that is way yeah. too far, and that leaves you can't exactly leave the ball out there with just your hand holding it. Like you've got to, you've got to secure the ball no matter what. So and again, like maybe on the one, that's the one hand would be okay, but not when you're still a couple yards shy. Like you're not going to get it that far, and then yeah, you'll see what happens, and it just falls directly into Hubbard's hand. Like, I mean, that was <laughs> nuts. That was nuts. The dude was just, he was just there. He was there at the right time, you know. Um, How about Mark Andrews almost came back and made a tackle? He almost yeah. pulled the DK Metcalf. He did. Well, he he could have caught him. I mean, the Bengals weren't blocking all that well for him. He had a whole no. cavalcade he of guys, three guys four around of running. Him. And Mark Andrews still almost got him. Yeah, there were like four guys running together, and Andrews is kind of weaving between them. And finally, one guy sort of blocks him in the back, honestly. I know. That, he did this move, and you're like, oh, yeah. don't do that, man, because if you do this, don't you know, the ref's like, oh, that's playing. <laughs> That's a flag. Yeah, I'm I'm a little surprised they didn't get that flag, but honestly, it didn't. It probably didn't impact the run. I, I think the guy was already close enough, but it was it was close. Um, so yeah, they end up winning that game. We get the showdown that we all wanted. Bengals and Bills. They're both like they're on like nine or ten game win streaks. Both these teams yeah. are are super hot right now. Um, so, even though they're not winning pretty necessarily, they're winning. So doesn't matter at this point. As I mean, everyone see the classic saying you know just survive in advance and that's exactly what both of these teams did yep yeah i think um i didn't realize tyler huntley was going to play he'd been battling tendonitis and hadn't practiced all week so i was 
surprised to see him out there. He's mm-hmm. a competent quarterback. I mean, he's capable yeah. of keeping a team in a game. So I wasn't shocked hey, when I found out he was playing. I wasn't shocked that they were at least competitive. But yeah. Well, last season, if you remember when Lamar went down, he came in and he lit it up. I mean, he was, yeah. for fantasy-wise, he was awesome. getting like 20, 20 to 30 points each game. Like, yeah, damn, he was awesome. Am I going to have to pick up Tyler? <laughs> he was a great play last year. He wasn't as good this year when he filled in for Lamar. No, he but wasn't. Again, but he, is, he is competent. Offensively this year, they were way worse just in terms yeah. of weapons and availability and injury. Anyway, it was gross for the Ravens this year. Yeah. Glad to see him though. And John Harbaugh is kind of a dick. Uh, you yeah. see like his interview like with Melissa Stott. I don't, I'm not a fan of him. Again, I told you all year I hate the Ravens and I'm glad they're gone. So goodbye. <laughs> I'm glad they're gone. I love the Bengals though. I'm, I'm stoked to see this game, man. I really am. I'm pulling for both these teams. Um, whoever wins this, I really want to go to the Super Bowl. I like the Chiefs just fine, but um, the two great stories here, you know, yeah. I like, I like to see what happens. Um, Giants pulled the upset that we thought they could against the Vikings. You know, the Vikings just have not been impressed with them all year. Their mm-hmm. record is great. They have they fumbled away several games. They should have won. Um, they've not put anybody really good away other than that one win against the bills. We talked about that last week yep. and here come the Giants who have a lot of pride again, playing with house money. Why not us? And here they go. Daniel um, Jones trying to get paid, man. That's why he's like Daniel Jones trying to get paid. He played well, man. He plays butt off. Uh, he was running the ball a lot. There was a lot. There were a lot of designed runs for him, and he was taking yeah. some hits too. <laughs> he got lit up a few times. He got broken in half, and I was thinking, I don't know if he, he took an elbow right into his neck, right in the jugular one time, and I <laughs> thought he was, I thought he was going to collapse his trachea or something. Oh, he just got right up. No, no facial expression whatsoever. Just got right up. Next play, and I'm just like, dude, you took a a straight forearm right to your neck. To your neck. It's like you got a dart in your neck. Yeah, dart in your neck, bro. This is awesome. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, So, anyway, Giants roll on, man. Isaiah Hudgens and Richie James and... Richie James, man. He was a sneaky fantasy play at the the last three, four weeks of the season. I had to put him in, and he did... He got me that consolation championship. That's all I'm going to say. That's all you got to say. Isaiah Hudgens has been even better. And this is, this is a guy that absolutely no one is talking about. No one even knows who this guy is. And he put up 100 yards in this game. I mean, like, these guys are – they're sort of like the Jags, but worse. Like, their receivers are these kind of no sort of no-namey types. But they're, oh, they're, they're even all like, no-namey types. They're, they're even less no-names. Like, Darius Slayton is their star. And even he would be like a three on the Jags who already don't have a star. You know, like, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I felt real bad for Slayton, but glad they won the game. He dropped a, a wide open pass, a crosser that in the fourth quarter that would have put this game on ice. I mean, right. they were they were driving his third down. He was wide open. It was a it was a post, maybe a slant. And he was, I mean, just like right in the breadbasket and just dropped it. And there was open field. I mean, he wasn't gonna score, but he was gonna get a first down that would have right. iced the game. He was feeling pretty bad about that. Defense came through anyway, didn't matter, but um yeah, look out. This is a dangerous team again because they're, they have the house money, but also the Eagles are beatable, man. And and the Giants, they do I mean, not honestly, care. They're very well coached. If you're the Giants and you're like, do I get to play the 49ers? Or the Eagle, you want the Eagles. Like, you want 1, the Eagles. percent <laughs> For sure. Talk about yeah. 49ers stock going like this. The Eagles are just going like that. And there's no yeah. question you want to play the Eagles. <laughs> this is another one where you're not, you're not going to be stunned if they beat the Eagles. I'm really not. No, uh, I don't think this team. I mean, there's no chance this team makes a Super Bowl. I mean, that's just off the table in my mind. But they, they could the be the Eagles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
They could beat the Eagles. Um, and then you know what would be crazy if Dallas does somehow beat San Francisco, that you got three NFC teams, NFC East teams, like the Giants play the Eagles, they beat them, they play the Cowboys. Like these teams know each other well. I guess anything could happen, but true. I don't see it. I don't and there's no there's no way there's enough talent on this team to make a Super Bowl. No. I mean these are definitely less talented teams than the one that did win the Super Bowl from the wild card spot. So yeah, they're different teams. Yes. Very different. Very different. Um, But Justin Jefferson kind of held in check a little bit in this game. He had a lot of targets, a lot of receptions, not a lot of yardage. That was clearly the game plan. TJ Hawkinson lit them up again, which is not super surprising, but Jefferson um, couldn't, couldn't break free or cousins couldn't get him. I don't know exactly what it was, but uh, they had a better plan. And Dory Jackson came back for this game. He's a good Vikings, I, I should have read it more in depthly, but they set an NFL record because it was something crazy that there was like they had no turnovers, no this, like something like the quarterback threw 80% completion percentage, and they still lost. <laughs> um, so it was a wild like because Kirk Cousins didn't play that bad. I mean, he again, throw the game away passes had almost 300 yards. So, like, yeah, it was just kind of bleh. that's kind of the Vikings, though, where you're sort of like they're not like blowing it necessarily they're not i mean the defense has not been good not been good you can't give up 31 points to the giants that's that's not good that's too many (laughs) but like i don't know to your point like the offense has been like pretty good i don't know whatever that stat was that probably feels exactly right for this team (laughs) anyway so the giants had to philly take on the eagles and then last night what a stinker man so gross what a stinker this is exactly yeah. what we feared would happen, but talked ourselves into it not happening because of Tom Brady and they're getting right and they're gonna they're gonna figure it out. Nope, they're every bit as bad as we thought they were. Yeah. Goodbye, Tampa Bay. You are done. Uh, just like I don't know just, if Brady's gonna play again. Who knows? Just watching that game on both sides of the ball, they they just looked so hapless. I mean, the defense, they were just getting torched. I mean, Dak Prescott looked like an all perennial team, uh, team member there. And I mean, offensively. Held, I mean, just at the end of the first half where, you know, they, they haven't scored, they're just trying to get yards to get closer to a field goal. Literally no one is covering Mike Evans because they know they're just trying to get five, seven yards to get a little closer. Brady misses him wide open. And it's just, it was gross. The Bucs did not deserve to win that game not at, from the get-go, although Dallas tried to keep him in it with Brett Maher. He's going to be fired. I'm surprised he has not been let go yet. Um did they so I, I saw they kept they kept getting six points every time they scored and I just assumed <laughs> they started going for two every time but did he just like miss every miss PAT or what? Four. Oh, one of five he was he missed the first four I was watching the, I'm like this is insane um talk about yips I mean he was missing he missed the first two right then he shanked the one left the fourth one he goes high and hits the top of the crossbar I, I mean the top of the goalpost. It was unbelievable. And then in the third quarter, the the Cowboys are driving. They're on, I want to say, the 30. And it was fourth and four. Like, nope, we're not trotting them out there. They went for it. Because I got to go for it. Yeah. (laughs) I know that feeling very well. That that reminds me of high school. We never (laughs) kicked a single field goal. We missed most of our extra points. Yep. I know that feeling well. At some point, you just start going for two every time. Screw it. Yeah. I don't know what that is, man. Um, I don't know what that is with him. That's got to be a weird yips thing because he missed three all season going on the board. I just assumed they were going for two to make up for missing the first extra point and that they weren't getting two. Then they're like, well, we got to go for two again. And like, 
I didn't realize they just missed four extra points. It was so funny because they would show on the sideline each player that scored the touchdown or whether it be a tag and just go. <laughs> like, <come on. laughs> Bro. <laughs> and I and I know this game wasn't close from start to finish, but it's like if there's anyone you don't give away points to, it's t- it's Tom Brady. And because you just feel like this is just setting him up for a classic comeback has missed those extra points, but no, they look terrible. It's gross. Nope. Not this time. It was gross. I can't tell you. Um, I don't think anyone can what happened to the Buccaneers this year. I, I just I just don't know. I mean, they they got healthy second half of the season, so they had all their players. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened with the offensive line. That could have been an issue. They could have some injuries there that were pretty substantial, and Brady's having to get the ball out they too quickly. Run the ball. They were they the worst run the ball. team in the league running the ball. They averaged 70 yards a game. Well, they only ran it 12 times last night, so that's part of your problem. But like, if you get into a 21-point hole, I, I understand why you wouldn't. Um, I don't know, man. I don't I don't know what that is. I'm not exactly sure what, what to chalk that up to. I, I got to think there's something with the line, you know, because – I mean, they were ready for they were banged up. Yard. The line was banged up this year. Uh, do you see Brady attempt a slide tackle? No. <laughs> so it was to open the second half, you know, that first drive and uh, threw the ball to Chris Godwin, got the ball, like got the first down, goes down, ball comes out and Cowboys pick it up and Brady comes in at the end to try and slide tackle the freaking guy who was returning the fumble. Uh, didn't get called for anything because the play actually got reversed. They said he was already down. Uh, but anyway. They said Godwin was already down? Yeah. <laughs> so... I just saw it like as I was looking at the box score on my other screen. I just saw video of that exact play. I didn't see the end of it, so now I'm going to rewatch it. And <laughs> no, no, I'm going to watch it. I saw Godwin go down. I saw the fumble, and I was like, "Oh, that sucks." That must have been at the end of the game. So I saw they got like an onside kick late. Um, I see Brady trying to do the slide tackle. You watching it right now? <laughs> I mean, so he misses the guy first. Then he, the the guy's still running around. <laughs> <laughs> oh just, man. <laughs> that is awful, man. That is awful. That's some that's some Grayson Allen type shit right there. Some Mac Jones shit and Mac Jones. Well, I think I saw a headline: Mac Jones is the Grayson Allen of the NFL. I'm like, that's that's about right. <laughs> that's about right. Golly, man. Yeah. Um, what's what's gonna happen, dude? What's the story here? You're well, the Brady whisperer, right? What's gonna happen? Yeah, clearly. As I was. He, well, he he won't lose four games in a row. He's never lost four. Lost four. Well, he's not lost against the Cowboys. He's never had a losing season. He's never had a losing season. He has a losing season. So clearly, I am zero for four on him. Uh, but I would just like to think, well, not like to think, but I would I would think that he can't go out like that. And you think now he'll probably just go to a team more for fun, <laughs> and you know, because you go to the Bucks, he did his job. He got him a Super Bowl. He proved it was him, not Belichick. It's both, but anyway. Like he proved he could do it without him. He accomplished everything he needed to to go to when he went to Tampa. He made the playoffs every year, did everything he needed to. I think now he's just got to go. He's going to go somewhere that's a good fit for him where he can enjoy it again, kind of then have his swan song and go out kind of on his own terms. Um, obviously, the hot name right now is the Raiders, just to be reunited with Josh McDaniels. I mean, to throw it to Devontae Adams, that's a nice bonus, but it's not like he didn't have weapons in Tampa. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that would be the. He's best not going to go to the Raiders. They don't have a defense. They don't have a defense. Uh, I, I don't. I think that's that's got to be a top priority for him. It's like because he knows he knows it's not 
it's not a one man game. As good as right. he is and was, and he's the best of all time, I'm never going to argue that. But um, you don't win seven Super Bowls without the defense. Oh, no, not out. at all. And so, I mean, I just can't envision that being his last game. If he maybe he comes back to the Bucks, maybe not. But I just I can't see him being done, especially obviously with all the off the field issues that he had this season. Uh, I, I can't see him being done. He might as well come back, right? At this point, he, right? At this point, because the off field stuff. I mean, he kind of blew up that whole thing with Giselle. So, might yeah. as well. Might as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where else makes Miami? sense. Um, <laughs> Miami, just like they were trying to do a few years back. Yeah, but there again, I mean, the defense is okay, but not great. Um, I mean, hell, it'd be quite a story if he went to San Fran, his hometown team that he loved growing up, but they wouldn't do that. San Fran don't need him. San Fran don't need him. They show they don't. They can plug plug us in there, and we're fine. Brock Purdy. I keep getting annoyed because Brock Purdy has three of the same letters as Tom Brady. <laughs> Purdy yeah. and Brady. I'm just like, it's the same freaking name. Are you really that unoriginal NFL? You're just going to like... Tom Brady's gone. Don't worry, Brady's gone. Purdy's in. I'm like, it's the same freaking name. It's the same so name. Annoying. I like how you blame the NFL, not his parents or anything like that. The lineage the of the, Pur- the great Purdy name. Like, screw you, yeah, NFL. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of stuff that makes you think this whole thing is rigged. He's actually a Tom Brady clone, but they don't talk about it. He might be. I don't know. It's, it it's, makes this, sense. This the timing makes sense. I'm just saying. He's half his age. Makes sense. That's true. He could be his son. Shit, <laughs> his kid. <laughs> it's his kid. He had him in the Purdy's lovely family, raised him. Because Tom was like, "I'm 23. I can't have a kid right now." You know, I'm like, kid. so they're like, "All right, <laughs> we'll take it." We they've had some sweepstakes. You heard it here first. DNA test. Brock Purdy. Tom Brady. DNA <laughs> test. Hey, Dad. You, I think I saw him after the game too. He said, "Hey, Dad," to him when he saw him on, at midfield. He was like, yeah. "Hey, Dad." Hey, Dad. Congrats. <laughs> No, we're not supposed to say that. Don't want the camera to see you. <laughs> anyway, Brock Purdy. By the way, did you see uh, Brandon Ayuk was uh, his post game? They were talking to him in the locker room. He goes, "I, I owe Brock, I owe Brock one because I guess Brock had this great scramble. It, you know, the game was done, but you know, Brock was scrambling left. He goes right, left, right again. Somehow finds Brandon in the back of the end zone, wide open, drops it, and he goes, "I, I owe Brock." I got him one. I'm gonna get him one. I got him one. Get him one. I'm gonna get him one. Uh, yeah, that's not what you want to see. But the team looks good, man. I maintain that team looks good. It does. It does. All right, let's get an update on the NFL challenge, NFL playoff challenge. We've got yeah. a nice little pool going here. Yeah. Um, Mr. Gelfan has jumped out to an early lead, crushing it. 125.78 points. Very well done, sir. Yeah, Josh I mean, Allen it helps. had a big game. Nice game for you. It helps that I had, had everyone play. playing except for Kelsey. So he was just kind of like my stash to get my double points. Uh, yep. you know, was, yeah, Josh Allen was a little nerve wracking at first because he was not playing well. And then he kind of turned it up at the end, even though he had two interceptions. Austin Eckler, he was my gamble play. He was my my Joe Mixon from last year saying, you know, if he gets me two games, I'm, I'm good with that. Unfortunately, biggest collapse and play second biggest class in playoff history but he still got me good scoring which was good that yeah. was the only kind of saving grace there but everyone else was still alive Jamar chase uh played well stefan Diggs played all right didn't get a touchdown but still had a lot of receiving yards so i'm, I'm feeling good but now i know your players are going to be coming into it because you you had a lot of guys on by <laughs> so I had a couple yeah yeah i had three uh the quarterback's a big one but yeah uh, again the quarterback's a gamble man you just don't know 
who's going to go right. And especially right. at that AFC. And so um, Bengals bills, this game's obviously going to be huge for you because you've got a couple of bills. I've only got Jamar, but I have digs as well. So one of those has to, has to be done after this week. Yep. Um, so it's tough to, tough to know. Um, I've got McKinnon and Mahomes coming in and I have Kelsey too, but uh, McCaffrey was a great play. We had most of the same lineup. Otherwise McCaffrey digs chase um, San Francisco's defense. Yeah. Yeah. I took Robbie Gould was a good kicking play. I think he was the top kicker. Um, San Francisco D has been good as well. So it's going to get interesting uh, moving on. Now we've got some other interesting picks in the pool, I will say. And two guys have the same exact lineup. which It's like, and, and they're, and they're both like, all guys who played this week. And so there's no way they can keep all these players because they're like from five different teams or something. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, Garrett, Garrett and Hazard. Hazard. <laughs> yeah, they're actually, I, I take that back. They're actually from three different teams. So they've got, they've got like bills, a lot of bills and Bengals, um, but they only have the Niners from the NFC. So if the Niners go, they'll be all right. Um, but yeah, they've got Josh Allen, Mixon, Jamar Chase, Diggs, and Tyler Bass uh, kicking. Uh, who knew? Well, I guess you could have known Dalton Schultz would have a good game. At the tight end, and also Dawson Knox. I mean, those are those have been two good tight end picks. Yeah, um, should have played Isaiah Hudgens, obviously for Clearly. the well, Giants. Up until last night, you should have played Brock Purdy. He was the number one quarterback, man. Honestly, should have played Brock Purdy. That's true. Brock Purdy crushed it, and um, that would have been a crazy pick. That would have been like, like, whoa, <laughs> stuck on that one. <laughs> well, that's just kind of again. You just hope he'll make it. That's like a longevity play that you're just like, okay, I just think they'll be there for a while, so he can just keep racking up points. It's True. not a bad play, honestly. Even in well, it turns out he's also like you said, top scoring quarterback. So right. uh, it would have been a great play anyway. Until Dak, you know? until Dak, Dak became the top. Until Dak and Trevor, I don't know if Trevor outscored him or not. No. Four touchdowns, four interceptions. <laughs> but anyway, um, another interesting one I thought was Drader, who went heavy on the Bengals, which is surprising because he's a diehard Chiefs fan. Yeah, and so. Even having the Bengals are the only one to take Burrow in this pool, which which could be a really good play. Obviously, if, good Bengals, play. if they make it back to the Super Bowl, this is going to be probably your winning lineup. You know, yeah. So um, there's still a lot to a lot to play out. He's got Miles Sanders coming in this week. He's got Travis Kelsey coming in this week, but he played a lot of Bengals. He played Diggs and he played San Francisco's defense. So um, you you really won't know until after this week, and even then, a lot of it's going to depend on the adjustments that are made too. Yeah. Well, so, that's uh, particularly. I, I know I don't want to reveal my pick until Thursday. Uh, so I did. I had to replace my Austin Eckler pick. So my running back, it's tough, man. I don't know because I don't know if I should put in a Jared McKinnon and kind of hedge my bet against you because I know you have him, but you'll have still that one multiplier up on me. So I still wouldn't, I'd be getting half the points that you get. So I don't know if that's just like a safe play. Miles Sanders is an opportunity. I mean, hell, Saquon, if they can upset the Eagles, that would be a nice little bump just to get – again, I'm just looking for two games out of whoever I put in. So, Well, I, I got truthfully, I got to tell you, you're better off that Eckler lost this round than next round. Yes. Because then you would never get more than double points from that yeah. running back spot. So you need a guy this round who's going to go to the Super Bowl. You yeah. need to know whoever you pick is going to be in the Super Bowl because you need the 3X points at this, this point. This is true. This is true. You know, and if it's McKinnon, I'll be sitting at 4X, but 3X yeah. is more than half, you know? So if you go McKinnon, you're only going to be down one multiplier on me. Um, that that could only be, you know, 15 points, could be six points, you know. Rushing-wise, he gets like three carries a game. I know. like seven yards. It's all receiving work. It's all receiving. So, um, yeah, you do have, I got, you do I got a decision, decision to make. make. I got a decision to make. Got to draw a line in the sand and decide. And it may come down to that Bills and Bengals, too, and be like, hey, no. I'm either going – Bills or 
Bengals. Maybe Samaji P. Ryan. Because <laughs> Joe Mixon sucks. Joe Mixon does suck. Yeah. But he anyway. gave me last year. He was my stud last year. He could be this year, too. Well, the, funny thing is, the funny thing is, even though he made it to the Super Bowl for me, he was still getting outscored by people even when he had the four-time multiply. I'm like, dude. <laughs> he had four X and other guys were beating him. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, uh, like um, it was Daryl Henderson or somebody was like outscoring. <laughs> <laughs> the hell, man. Like, this is stupid. <laughs> That's the one thing you do have to worry about. And that, that does concern me about McKinnon because he's been on such a hot streak, but it's all receiving orgs. I'm kind of like, there's a chance this is a dud pick, but it, hey, I anything can happen. It's playoffs. Jaguars can come from 20 and down. Giants can have no names and win a game. So there you go. True. Maybe I'd go with uh, uh, ATN. I, you know, I honestly looked at it, but I was like, uh, <laughs> I honestly looked at it. <laughs> I looked at them all. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Devin Singletary popped up. <laughs> I was like, ugh. Ugh, woof. Yeah. Um, speaking of woof, we did not do so hot in our, <laughs> our prop bet challenge. Although I will give myself some credit for making it a difficult challenge, I guess. You, know? <laughs> you did make it hard. I don't uh, know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a good thing that we didn't we didn't just crush it, right? Yeah, that's true. We didn't just kind of so, give ourselves layups. We challenged ourselves. We came out of our box. You went six of twelve. I went five of twelve of these dirty dozen. Not pretty. Not pretty. Not pretty. So um, some highlights. We started out okay. Um, we both had the over on Brock Purdy's one and a half passing touchdowns. Yeah, we did. Uh, we both had the over on four plus passing touchdowns for Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence combined. But just barely. One going to come through, and Herbert only got one. I know. But Trev got all four of the other ones, so that worked. That's the kicker. Um, we missed the most passing yards. We both took Herbert. It was Purdy. We missed Fon Diggs scoring a touchdown. We both said yes. That was a no. Did not score a touchdown. We missed Tyreek Hill receptions. Um, this was a hard one to guess, right? Over five and a half receptions. We thought under. He'd been under the three games that Skylar Thompson had been playing, yeah. and he went for seven receptions. So he was just getting targeted out the butt. Jalen Waddle was. was absent in the entire first half. I don't think he had a catch in the first half. That's what I thought they were gonna. He had like three drops. Yeah. The um the Dolphins. That's the other thing I forgot to mention in that game. The Dolphins had probably five or six team drops. I mean, it was crazy how many drops they had. Skylar Thompson was putting it there and they were just they just couldn't catch it. I don't know, it was weird. I think Skylar Thompson started like one for six with an interception. Like, oh god. It was not his fault. I'm telling you, no. it was not entirely his fault. Uh Justin Jefferson over under 91, 91 and a half receiving yards. He was well under that, seven for 47. That was just the gut feeling that he had 130 something in the last game. There's they were gonna find a way to try and bracket him. I didn't know Adori was gonna be back. I thought Adori had already been back. Did you go but, under? I can't um, remember. I went under, yeah. Oh, you did go under. Okay. Yeah. I was worried about him this week. So that's and then the the Mark Chase score a touchdown, yes, for both of us. And then this is what I was talking about earlier. Who's going to have the most receiving yards? You went Jefferson. I was worried about him and didn't go Jefferson. I went Jamar Chase, who was close. TJ Hawkinson was actually the answer. <laughs> the field. yards for Hawkinson. It was uh, Diggs field. was second at 114. Yeah. Uh, Hodgins or Hodgins, I don't, I'm probably not even saying his name right. He was third, actually, with like 104, I think. So that Brutal. was close. Brutal. Um, does Zeke score a touchdown? You said yes. No. I said no. He did not score a touchdown. He almost did. They were on the one. I saw him last night. I know. I saw him last night. They were on the one. He got stuffed. And I was like, oh, that does not happen often. <laughs> You're like, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I got one. Um, 
over under Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, 518 and a half passing yards. You said over, I said under 656 yards. Yeah. <laughs> But again, it was great. at halftime, it wasn't looking good, but Brady ended up throwing for 350, but that was just garbage yards. But hey, called it, called it, called it. <laughs> um, Leonard Fournette, five and a half receptions. He ended up with one catch. I mean, I don't know where he went last night, but he wasn't playing. That was dumb. And then we did get the most rushing yards, Tony Pollard, the only explosive back of the bunch, yeah. uh, 77 yards for him. Rashad White was second with 40-something. So both of the number twos or 1B running backs were uh, the top rushers. So 6 out of 12 for me, 5 out of 12 for you, not great. Yikes. Not great. But a good, difficult contest. I like it. Yes, I like it. Uh, maybe I'll come up with the ones next week, or I'll come up with the, the Dirty Dozen. Or You should. The Gelfand. You should. I can't think of it yet. I'll think of a catchy nickname on Thursday. <laughs> I think Dirty Dozen's fine. Nope. <laughs> kind of no. Different. It will not be. It will not be. Gate teen. Gate teen. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, wow. Okay. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, you know, with the, obviously with the playoffs going, that it's there's a lot. It gets condensed, but there's still a lot of action going on. Uh, it'll be interesting to see our analysis on Thursday, just with injuries coming out and seeing matchups. Final. I mean, I'm just, everyone's kind of looking at Jalen Hurts, see how he's going to be. Uh, so that's going to be. We'll be watching that closely. Um, I don't know which game are you most excited about. Obviously, it's probably. Oh, let me guess. Bills Bengals. <laughs> Bills Bengals. I think everyone is. Um, but secondarily, Jags Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Secondary. <laughs> All the AFC games. I'm stoked about the NFC games. Not as much. Um, no, I, I don't, don't want to have. The 49ers Cowboys would be a good game. I think that could be a good I game because I think both those teams are the two best teams in the NFC. Um, oh, really? You think so? You really dropped the Eagles to third. I do now. Yeah, I mean, if we talk about this more on Thursday, but if the Cowboys can play this kind of football, they can win a Super Bowl. They just they're so inconsistent throughout the season. They've looked like this a few times, and you're like, dang, that's going to be a tough team to beat. They've got all these weapons on offense. Their defense defense is stout. Freaking Micah Parsons is such a stud. They still got Trayvon Diggs. Like they've got players, and then they just kind of blow it. You know, and so stickers against the commanders and look terrible. They get crushed against the commanders in the last week of the season when they're playing their starters the whole game. And Dak yeah. was like 14 of 35 or something. And you're like, what What happened? What happened here? You know, so I don't know if that's just how you played a really good defense or they had the right scheme. I don't know, but um, we'll find out. We'll find out next week when they play yeah. the 49ers if, if they're for real or not, because I think the 49ers are for real. I think they are. I hope they consistently are. have been for real, you know. I would like to see the 49ers in the Super Bowl. I would. Flashback yeah. to when actually my first memory of football. 49ers Super Bowl. Yeah, right. I remember uh, them back in the day. That was We used to always watch it as a family and with family friends and stuff. And I always remember Giants, Niners, um, Redskins at the time, Broncos. Like teams like, you know, the teams were in there all the time. Just I remember those. The NFC East was stacked. Yeah, Cowboys, I mean, obviously, in the mid-90s. So. 95, last Super Bowl. Beat Neil O'Donnell's yep. Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Neil O'Donnell. Yeah. He threw a pick six in that game, I think, to uh I think the MVP was a defensive back, wasn't it? I think I think yeah, it wasn't Rod with no, it wasn't. But you're right, it was a defensive back. Although I remember that playoff run because the Steelers were playing the Colts in the AFC championship game, and that was Jim Harbaugh was the quarterback. And they were down the Colts were down by I think five, 
and he just hucked up a Hail Mary at the end. And it was like this close to being caught. It was tipped. There was a guy on the ground, the Colts guy, and it like falls on him. And it just kind of like dribbled out. I was like, oh, oh. Like, I, everyone thought it was caught. And everyone's celebrating. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then they they real ruled it off. Uh, but yeah, it was it was wild. And actually, yeah, what was I about to say about that year? Uh I don't remember. But anyway, yeah, I just remember that explicitly just being wild about it. Like that was crazy. But to no, to no ado. Not a saying, but that's okay. <laughs> to no ado. <laughs> what did it? But I was like, alas, I just couldn't think of it. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna throw a word in there that I misspelled earlier this week. So it was perfect. <laughs> to know a do. To know a do. <laughs> a do, a do. So with that note, I will bid everyone adieu. So until next time, keep on folding. Hold it. Hold <laughs> it.